Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week we're discussing Hawkeye Episode 4, Partners, am I right? So let's get into it with the recap. Clint diffuses the situation after Eleanor and Jack recognize him as an Avenger. Eleanor asks him to keep Kate out of his investigation. With the help of his wife, Laura, Clint discovers that Jack Duquesne is the CEO of Sloan Limited, a shell company that launders money for the tracksuit mafia while Kate deduces that Clint was Ronan. Clint locates Kazi and asks him to talk Maya out of her vendetta against Ronan, while Kate enlists the LARPers in retrieving their arrows. Afterwards, Laura informs Clint that the watch stolen by the tracksuit mafia is sending out tracking signals from an apartment building. Clint and Kate go to retrieve it and find out that the watch is in Maya's apartment, where she also has notes on the Barton family. Maya attacks Kate while Clint is ambushed by a masked assassin. A fight ensues between Kate, Clint, Maya, and the assassin, who is revealed to be Yelena Belova before she escapes. Clint decides that he cannot keep putting Kate in danger and breaks off their partnership. So we're all pretty sure Laura is Mockingbird, right? Maybe some version of her, yeah. Yeah, that's that's my vote on this. Since the S.H.I.E.L.D. universe is not, like, canon in this world, I'm pretty sure that's what they're going for. I mean, to be fair, I don't think they ever actually called Bobby Morse in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mockingbird anyway. Yeah, no, I don't think they ever got that point. I think maybe in that show that I didn't end up watching. You mean the show that didn't get picked up? Did it get made? They didn't get made at all. I just forgot that that show like existed until I was like reminded of it the other day, and I was like, I never watched that, and probably because it never got made, right? Yeah, no one did. Okay, there was an unaired pilot that got passed up by ABC. I think like that's what it was. I know something got filmed of it because I saw some footage. But yeah, maybe in that show that you got called mockingbird but even still it doesn't matter you can i mean you have mj in different universes too at the very least i mean laura is probably a former agent of shield i mean she's randomly whipping out german yeah and she knows how to like do recon and she knows all the things that um that barton knows like there's no first we thought it was just because like oh they're just really honest and transparent about their communication but no this is definitely more than that this is definitely more than like she knows tactics. She's his man in the chair. Yeah. I mean, right now she definitely is because she's the mom at home. But I feel like there's definitely a lot of a lot of stuff there. I never thought for a second that um, they would go that route with Laura because she just seems so mild mannered. But that would be freaking awesome. Does that mean that Tony Stark was always right? Because in Age of Ultron, he calls her an agent. Yeah. I mean, man, maybe. <laughs> and they're just little agents. <laughs> but it just got me so excited. And I love that actress for Laura. So if they actually do something at some point with her as Mockingbird, I, uh, I would be so excited. <laughs> just with that. It's just, she's definitely X-Shield at the very least. But What the fuck is up with this magical MacGuffin watch, though? I, I mean, the, the only thing I could think of is that it, it was Laura's watch, or it would have something with Laura's information in it. Because who else? Who, who would it be if it's just some other random person who we don't know yet? I feel like that's a really weird thing to do in this show. Like, are you using it to introduce a new character who's undercover? It was definitely a guy's watch, too, though. I, I know, but I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's this, there is something weird about it. But who do we know that's undercover in all this? Nobody. And to add another character, we still possibly have a reveal of Kingpin coming up. We have we have um, a Yelena in the show now. We still have to go up against and who's behind all the bad things that are happening in the show. Who killed Armand, which I'm really, really even more, uh, rest assured, it was Eleanor. 
So yeah, I don't know. That's a lot to do in two episodes. Hopefully they're two longer episodes and not these 40 minute episodes. No, I really want the, they really need to be longer because there's a lot of stuff that we still need to cover in all this. The beginning of the episode where they have the sit down dinner, uh, lunch, whatever time of day it is um, with Clint and Kate. Great, great scene. I liked the way all everything that we got out of that. Your archer. Puck eye, Clint. And then proceeds to call him CB1. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. It's a branding issue. Damn it. Just working at it. How terrific. Jack's definitely a mis- misdirected patsy. Like, he's a pawn. He's a patsy, for sure. He is, he's he's a little too dim-witted to be a mastermind of anything. He he may be responsible of, like, financial stuff and may have a little bit of, a, of, a, of an ego about it. But after this episode, I really believe he is who he appears in this episode, you know, and is probably being manipulated by Eleanor. Which is unfortunate because they're really they're really cute together. Yeah, and I re- and like this episode really made me like him. <laughs> and even though like a Hawkeye at, at the you know in the middle of the episode is like, oh, you have good instincts to not trust Jack because he owns this and owns that. I'm pretty sure it's also still a misdirect where Eleanor is manipulating everyone, even on paper, to make it seem like she has nothing and she probably controls it all. And Armand was about to like probably learn about more of that stuff. So. When she goes up to Clint at the elevator and is like, walk away from this. I don't want my daughter getting hurt, blah, blah, blah. She's not caring about her daughter. She just wants Clint to go away. Like, it, there's nothing in that scene that makes me think like she's doing it because of Kate. It's all she just wants Clint to go away. And I'm pretty sure at the end of that scene, she's calling the kingpin. She's calling the big guy, calling the fat man. Calling the fat man about his auto parts. Like, I, I believe that it probably Jack might have been the killer. That initial killer that might have killed uh, Maya's father. Like maybe he was used, you know, I'm not saying he's all innocent, but I think he's, he's just doing what he's told. He's just like a weak minded guy. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think it'll probably end up just being Clint who killed my dad. You think Clint was responsible for, for that? I mean, he even admitted that Ronan went and, you know, cleared house on like some of the middle management for the tracksuits. So him having that knowledge probably means that it was him doing it. Because again, I still find it weird the way they shot that scene. I mean, they might have just shot it that way because it's from Maya's perspective and she doesn't know who Ronan is. Oh, true, 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 true. So she didn't see his face, so we didn't see his face. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. We have two episodes to find out. (laughs) So is Thanos being right a meme in this universe? I guess so. It's the equivalent of it. And we can tell like her aunt is is that, like one of those people, you know, because she's got that mug. I I assume they probably went, uh, they went pretty pretty wild after the blip came back her aunt probably sells those mugs on etsy or something (laughs) yeah exactly rest in peace aunt's uh, movie poster mug by the way okay so we've gotten it in the other episodes but i fucking love kate and clint's dynamic in this episode like that the whole thing of her like trying to save the holidays for him was just it's so sweet and just like he's got this reluctant role model being kind of grumpy to her you know super bubbly and like totally not chill yeah she's a fangirl <laughs> i mean she's not like oh my god hawkeye but she is kind of like oh my god hawkeye she actually i'm pretty sure her first line meeting hawkeye was oh my god hawkeye <laughs> that's true <laughs> but yeah no their, their dynamic is amazing i love the banter between them from the we're not friends oh you know we're, we're partners no we're not partners oh we're kind of friends and partners we're not that either and then, and then to the LARPers, she she says that she's his partner slash best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you can tell this girl is mostly just all about excitability. <laughs> she's just adorable about it, and all that energy and all that bubbliness is is taken very lightly up until that moment at the end during the fight where he has to relive 
that that moment of watching her fall down the 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 side of the building and like we, we you know the directors made sure we had that flashback during the bonding scene at Christmas where he told the story of Natasha and so we were reminded of that bond which is so beautiful by the way and so intense showing the reminding the audience about how close um, Clint and her were again the this is the most we've gotten like to remind everybody how important Natasha was and I love the way they're treating it but then we had that uh, that flash that he had before he went to sleep reminding him of all the the horrors and then that we in that shot haunted by the demons of his past exactly and that and haunted specifically by that shot of like Natasha letting go and having to watch her fall so then when we get there at the end and we watch her even though she we Yelena's got her it doesn't matter it's still he's terrified and i think that fear really just showcased is showcased afterwards like no you're gone done we're done we're done i can't do, do this again i'm we're done with this and i get it from his perspective but kate's pushing the issue and she's not going to let it go she's not capable of letting it go what i really liked is i liked the parallel between the shot that clint didn't take at his black widow and the shot that kate didn't take at yelena at the end of the episode yeah and yelena knew like you're not going to kill me like and and Bishop was like, no, you're right. Not you're not evil. You're not the thing I'm trying to get. But she she fucking shot Maya though. Yeah, no, she did because she. I think she knows Maya is going to kick her fucking ass, which brings me to the only note I had on this episode. Um, and I don't know whose fault it was, or whether it was the story, or whether it was the choreography. Uh, but I felt like Maya in the fight was a little bit forced, plot wise. Like we knew eventually she was going to lose and run off, but. It just made her feel, for everything we know of, of Maya so far and her abilities, I don't feel like she'd just run off. Even if she's slightly outnumbered, even if she feels like she's going to lose like that, I feel like her passion for this situation is would make her keep fighting until the very end. So I feel like just the way they kind of showed her like, oh, okay, I'm outnumbered. I'm going to run away now. I, I did not like that. I felt like it just cheapened Maya a little bit or weakened Maya a little bit. I'm hoping that there's a... a a better thing on the other side of that. She took that widow sting like a fucking champ, though. She did. Oh, she did. But that's the thing. Like, I, and have it all go up to there until she just like, all right, never mind, and she runs off. I just feel like was like a almost a scavenger. You know, when you see coyotes in Disney films or hyenas in Disney films, are like, oh, okay, we're gonna go run off and fight again another day. Hey, hey, hey. You know, it just was a little weird. Uh, not entirely made for their character, but at the end of the day, they they did that to make it the moment about Yelena. And so, like, all right, I get that. The plot needed that to happen. I just felt like the way they shot it was a little weird. But that's the only thing. Otherwise, that fight was amazing. I loved watching Black Widow combat again. I love the fact that you can tell that he knew it was a Black Widow assassin, the way he called it. Ugh, there was just so many good things about that. No, it was great. Also, I really want Clint's Christmas sweater. That's the iconic Hawkeye costume that we've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hope we get that figure from Sideshow. That would be so good. I really enjoyed that Kate deduced that Clint was Ronan. Yeah, I think that that shows that it's no he no longer has to be guarded with her. Like he, she knows your secrets, man. Like she knows what's going on, and she understands and forgives. And is like that's we're moving past that, and we're gonna move on and make better decisions. And she is, she's a I think a really good foil for his issues. You know, for his demons carrying around because she's forcing him to realize that he's his the stuff he's done is good. This what this episode really did was he cannot handle praise. He can't. He doesn't want it. He's it, we take it as just him being humbled or him being just a spy. But 
he sees himself as a weapon. He doesn't see himself as a hero. He doesn't see himself as someone who's done good things. He sees himself as always someone who's been used as a weapon by shield. Even as the Avengers was Ronan, definitely he is a weapon and he cannot rectify that in his head. He cannot justify the praise that someone gives him because in his eyes, he's just a weapon. Yeah. His job first and foremost, at the end of the day, what he said was to hurt people. And Kate sees him differently. Kate is there to remind him of all the good he has done. And I think that's really going to be the lasting effect that she has on him and that he might finally get some peace at the end of this. I hope so. He deserves it. Yeah, no, he certainly does. But the character stuff that, that that's being played with is, is it's just so amazing. So I'm I'm very happy. The, the writers of the show know what they're doing when it comes to slowly dishing out little bits of their trauma and having it make sense where the plot enters and ends so i'm good shit yeah good shit i really like that uh that car scene with kazi too yeah it was i even just love it can i have my gun bag now sure what do you think (laughs) what do you think (laughs) i want more kazi i (laughs) i want to see he just seems like dude i work here come on it's like just please yeah, I like I like Kazi a lot. I, I kind of feel bad for him. Oh, me too. Oh, me too. Totally. It's like he's he, it's just middle management and trying to survive. Are you concerned about my status in this organization? Poor guy. Poor guy. Because he knows what's up. He, he he accepts that this conversation is just how it has to go. And he also knows that Clint's right. Like he agrees and wants Maya to drop this. Yeah, because he, he's the one who told Maya, like, listen, this is not worth it. This is not worth it. It's going to bring attention on us. This is going to cause more problems than it's worth. Please do not do this. Your father always cared about the group first. This is not about the group. This is about your vengeance. It's, it's like Maya was like, nope. And that's why I, and that's why I think about what I th- thought about Maya at the end of the battle. Like I do not see her just giving up that way. Like she took those... Those widow spider, those widow energy bolts, like like a champ, and that's Maya. Her moving forward, no matter how much shit is going against her, that's Maya. Yeah, I will say it. It was out of character for her to run off. Yeah, her piecing sure. out like that was just weird to me. So I hope that she has a reason in that showcase there. Otherwise, I'll just take it as a we just wrote ourselves into a corner here. Had to get rid of Maya, so we just got rid of Maya. You know, we have five minutes to end this episode, and we really wanted to make it about Yelena. So. I get that. If that's your the reason for doing things, I can forgive that. But all the other good shit you do, I can forgive that. Unlike other writers on other shows. Joseph, no one's watching Star Trek Discovery. I know that. <laughs> but I still need to complain about it. I was really happy that the LARPers came back. Yeah, and we now we know who's going to be making the costumes that we've been seeing in the promos all this time. And I'm kind of annoyed that the promos have been showing off those costumes all this time. Yeah, the splash page for the show is... Clint in his new cosplayer made costume. Yeah, and like, all right, now it's fun that we now understand who's going to be making it. It's the LARPers, but I just find it annoying that we've known the entire time that this is happening. Also, that poor LARPer that got the arrows, she's never getting that bag back. Oh no, she's never getting that. That bag is gone. That bag is gone for life. What was embro- in- embroidered on it? I don't remember. Bombshell. Bombshell. <laughs> I bet it's going to be used as a bomb. It'll be blown to smithereens. Um. But yeah, I am. We will see what happens next. Again, we got two episodes left. I hope they're long. I I love this show. I really want people to watch the show. I know it's it is it still like the lowest rated, not lowest rated, but the lowest watched of all the MCU Disney Plus shows. Yeah, I think so. But I think that once it's all out, it's probably going to get 
some points for bingeability. Yeah, I, I hope so. They take that into consideration because maybe people were just waiting for it to, to, to finish its all whole. Um, and this one specifically, I think, and you called it out first. Like you say, every, every episode is going to be a day. And relatively, it stayed to that. So we got two days till Christmas. They really kind of dropped the whole cops trying to talk to Kate thing, though. They did. She, she mentioned it briefly in this episode, but like she never met up with them like two days ago. No. And maybe maybe we'll see that in another episode, because otherwise, why would they put it in there if it's not going anywhere? Oh, wait. Also, we didn't talk about the best part of the episode. I'm talking to an Avenger. He's in my ear. Oh, God, that guy. She's so <laughs> she's so showing off. And that poor guy just thinks she's fucking nuts. <laughs> and she's so excited. Also, I just I really liked how that scene demonstrated like the difference between Clint and Kate. Like Clint is like espionage, espionage, got to scale the building, and Kate's just like I'm just gonna charm my way in there. Yeah, I'm just gonna go in and, and take the ele- elevator, and I'm gonna help this guy, and then I'm gonna talk a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love probably it. my yeah. favorite episode so far, though. Yeah, this was a great episode, and that Yelena reveal at the end, we knew it was her. I mean, the, any audience who's been paying attention to the MCU knew it had to be her um, before the goggles came off. Uh, that outfit itself even is her out. It reminded me of her outfit from the comics. Mm-hmm. So we knew it's her, but still the reveal, when she just takes the mask off. It's just so great to see her again. I can't wait. Apparently next, uh, next week's episode is going to blow up the internet. According to, I don't know, sources, sources, sources say blowing up will occur. So, okay. We have, it is the time of recording. This is Sunday. Um, by Tuesday midnight, we will we will know what's up. Do you think we'll get a post credits next episode? Yeah, I mean that's been the Marvel thing, right? Like a post credit the episode before the final. So if they don't, then that's going to kind of break tradition. They've been a little inconsistent for the TV shows. For Loki, there was a post credits for the penultimate episode, but not for the last episode. No, yeah, the only the only thing they had for the last episode was season two is coming. <laughs> Cool. I'm hoping we get a post credits this next episode, and I'm hoping we get a cool post credits tease at the end of the final episode. I predict we will because I feel like there's so many threads here that one or two of them is going to be pushed down to another project. You know, like even if it's the watch, like oh no, they found out who the watch thing is. Who does it belong to? And then we'll flash to like Deadpool or something. Like I'm, I'm really just pulling that out of my ass, but so would he. Uh, that being said, like it, it could be anybody if it could be anybody. If it's not related to this show at this moment in time and a character that we know, then it's somewhere else. It's somebody else having to do with a completely different project, and it's just a setup. I guess we'll just have to watch and see. I'm glad we're done. I'm glad we're done. All right, so make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled infinite a cast. And you can email us at infinitycast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.